back to the Virtual Ball Boys podcast. My name is Chris, and I'm joined once again by my good friend, Matt. Hey, Chris, in middle school, were you Team Edward or Team Jacob? God, wh- <laughs> why? <laughs> I mean, like, was I? I don't even know if, like, well, I, I definitely was. did not watch any of the Twilight films. And right. I probably found the debates relatively dumb, but... um. But because I feel like is as a society we have to have input on everything, even though we have not experienced it or or seen it or in any way, um, I I don't know. I feel I like I, I from what I understand, Team Edward, maybe I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I I don't know. It's like because like I was. I was Team Jacob by default just because I thought werewolves were cooler and <laughs> still do think that werewolves are cooler. Cool, yeah. But also, who cares? Yeah, it's you... a dumb, dumb book series. <laughs> Whoa. Shut, <laughs> shut down the Twilight fandom. Um, welcome back, everyone. I hope you can ruminate on the Edward. Uh, please please use the hashtag VBB or add us at Virtual Ball Boys to let us know if you're Team Edward or Team Jacob. <laughs> um anyways welcome back uh to uh, another episode uh we last week we were very short on news and this week oh boy there's a lot yeah <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh baby um let's uh we'll start with some non um non-nfl news uh more college football front the big 10 and pac 12 officially announced that they will cancel the fall season and are looking to play spring football uh, this, uh, these were controversial decisions, uh, in, in many ways, uh, with some, you know, just, you know, be- being pissed about the idea that any sport was being canceled. And I was seeing replies like, you know, this is the people who want people to wear masks are the reason why this, this season was canceled. Uh, I also saw man, I can't wait till 2025 where the players will finally get on the field wrapped in, in bubble wrap or whatever, uh, which those people are not valid, but the... Uh, those but... peoples do not have valid opinions <laughs> because they invalidate them with every sentence that they speak. Yes, um, but then <laughs> but then you have, you do have the other side of it where people just found that this was kind of like a, a cop-out a little bit for the big, for both conferences because, I mean, really, what started this whole, what kind of started like this just downward spiral for college football was that the players kind of came out and said, look, we want to play. We really do want to play. But you also have to make sure that we're going to be protected in, 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 a, in a case scenario where we some of us might get COVID. And we want to get we want to establish a players association so that we, we can get those kinds of protections. And what did the conferences do? Fuck this shit and just fucking. <laughs> they were just like, nope, we're not gonna do it. We're gonna go, we're gonna wait till the spring when everything's safe, so we don't have to worry about any players' association. So, um, what's your thoughts on all of this? Well, the problem with waiting until the there are a couple problems with waiting until the spring. One, it one is there's no guarantee that things will be better by the spring. Exactly. Yeah. And in fact, based on our current course, it's not going to be better. Because nothing is being done, we've forgotten it exists, and and it we can't do anything unless um unless we either shut it all down, which isn't going to happen, or a vaccine comes out, which isn't going to happen by when they would want to do it in the spring. Yeah. So that pipe dreams out the window. But even if they did play in the spring, playing in the spring and then again the following fall is very dangerous for player health. Absolutely. 
and just all of that wear on their body is is not not a good thing and i think that i i think that they're smart to to cancel the season life will go on if people don't play football exactly i i i it is it is astonishing to me why they're even what like like so i i i was very vocal on twitter and i i i think the last few days i've been i've been having kind of like a mini anxiety spiral about everything that's happening but um i'm, I'm better now but i i yeah. i um i i i just i think about this whole Everything that's happening, even like when it comes to the 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 NFL, you know, we think about how you know how are they going to move forward. I think here here's the big thing that we have to remember between the NFL and college football: one group of people are getting paid to play, and the others are not. And there's protections in place for the NFL and for the players. And not, there's a union. There's a union, and that's not the case with college football. There, that's that's why I mean, and and th- there's no guarantee that the NFL is going to be successful, but th- oh no, it's it is it would be more they 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 have more of an opportunity to make it work than a college football that does not have an overarching like governing body like the NCAA only has so much say like they that 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 rhymed um that it's <laughs> it's it's they are not that there's the commissioners are the main people that have the say for each conference and it's just such a it's such a it's a bad system and to force any of these players to to play in the spring and then for a good chunk of them that are not necessarily declaring for the draft or not necessarily graduating right now to play again in the fall um it's a recipe for disaster and i i i'm it's definitely a very interesting situation to see how it plays out but there's there is no guarantees that things could be in place, and until there is some sort of unifying force that can make all this organized and make all this better, uh, this is this is all just a chaotic disaster that we are right. we're just we're just watching kind of like a slow motion car crash, uh, which I guess could explain most <laughs> of twenty twenty at this point. Um, and I will I will beat this drum until the end of time. The any anger directed towards anything that is not the current administration is misguided mm-hmm. because any like people have to make tough decisions. It sucks for everyone. It absolutely sucks for everyone. And there's no getting around that. And that's, that's a, a, a bleak way to look at it, but that's just the facts. And the reason that we are here is because the, 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 the leadership of the country did not do what was needed to prevent us from getting to this place. And now, even though like more than half of the country is pretending that this is over, it's it's not. And things still have to be canceled. Things still have to be like re- reared back because we're not ready to live live as we did. And this is how it is. That's how it has to be. And I think a lot of people unfortunately are l- have lost things that they can control and that really upsets them and their, their, their cognitive dissonance of like what they need to do to get that control back isn't in the right place. I, I, I completely agree. And I think that, <laughs> I think that it's like, I, I, I have 
my disdain for our government as a whole. Like, I mean, I, I know we want we want to blame one the, the 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 main guy, and that's fine. And I, for the most part, very much agree. But I think it's a system of all of our leaders who have dropped the ball on this uh, on on this whole disaster. And I, I am very, I, I it, it is going to take. It's gonna take a long time to recover from this, and it, and I just, I, I feel, I do feel for these, for the for college football, for the NFL, in that they have, they have to figure out how to do all of this, and for all the sports leagues that have to fucking try to figure out a way to do deal with all this, even though this should not have ever been their responsibility, it should have been the responsibility of the government. Um, exactly. That, that's that, and now that's a little bit more of a, uh, obviously, like I do feel bad for them. Of course, I of course though feel more bad for all the fucking families out there who have lost loved ones because of this fucking disaster of disease that everyone's just scoffing at and thinking that it's just a, another flu. Still, four or five months after this whole thing began, it's asinine. Yep. Let us <laughs> move on to more happy news. Uh, not really. Darius guy. Darius guys. Um, that we yes. it, this actually happened like the day <laughs> after we uh, recorded. Uh, Darius Geis is no longer in the NFL. The the running back for the Washington Football Team was let go after it came out that he he had multiple domestic violence uh, violence incidents, uh, which included strangulation of his girlfriend, um, and to, like to the point where she was almost knocked out completely um he is he turned himself in finally and i guess this these charges were being sorted still um and that's why uh the washington football team took so long to actually release him but the fact that the the the, the charges were dropped the new or at least the new the, the news the news dropped uh that the charges uh were handed down and then like literally five or ten minutes later the press release came out from Washington saying that he was released. Uh, your thoughts on this? I'm pretty sure I texted you that um, that that was the fastest uh, fastest uh, n- news comeouts of player crime to player being released that I've ever seen on Twitter. It, it, it was incredible. <laughs> it, was, it was it was like I I too and I I kind of like I felt like it was one of those things where. Washington has been through enough <laughs> this whole this whole off season that right. it was just like no fuck this no we're not we're not having this hang over our head fuck this go away no fucking get out of here <laughs> get out of here um, yeah I um I I think that a lot of people I I think that there's a lot of people who probably are disappointed about how that you know came to be that like that 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 in terms of like this this was this seemed to be the guy that was like the hope for this team in terms of. Uh, a building some sort of strong offense around and and yeah I, I I understand but like obviously with the circumstances it had to be done he had to be let go he should not be playing another down of football um nope with that said Washington football team I don't think that they're in the worst position with running backs because they still have Adrian Peterson who's actually been playing relatively well 
Uh, there's also Antonio Gibson, their running, their rookie running back that they drafted. Uh, that he might have some hope for uh, for them. He, I think he's from Memphis, which is known for yes. a very uh, heavily running back uh, school. Um, and Bryce Love is also on the on the team. He's been injured for the last uh, last year or so. Um, Remember when they drafted an injured running back to replace their injury prone running back? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but if he Bryce Love at his peak was one of the best running backs in football. Yeah. Uh, so hey, there's there's hope. They also have Peyton Barber who was on the on on Tampa Bay for a little while. So this is not a terrible running back room. They'll recover from this on that front. Um. But uh, still a blow uh, overall to the franchise. Yet another one. Um, moving on. Keep uh, them coming. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, 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 uh, we, we got some news about some extensions uh, over the overnight. George Kittle and Travis Kelsey, the top two tight ends, both reached massive extensions. One was a five-year deal, I think, for George Kittle. And then I think Kelsey got a four-year deal yeah um, which may, given the the two players ages that makes sense yeah yeah so this is two massive deals for these guys uh i mean i this is this was a, a had to be done thing uh but what what what's your thoughts on them and uh what you think that this does for both of these franchises i think it just really locks down a very very reliable members of their teams yeah that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kittle and, and Kelsey. I think that they both. I mean, we've we've heard about George Kittle wanting wanting to get paid for some time now. Um, and there was like that. There were some people that are like, oh, maybe he'll hold out, but he, that never really came to fruition. He's still been going to camp. And I think that's probably because these extensions were coming. And with Travis yeah. Kelsey, this was very under the radar that the extension talks were happening, but. Uh, it, they, they got done, uh, yeah, to a, a big, big step for both the 49ers and the Chiefs, the two of the best teams in the league right now that are consistently remaining better. Um, watch out NFL. <laughs> um, and, watch out NFL. Look out for these two teams that both made the Super Bowl last yeah, year. Yeah. They're under, they're <laughs> under the radar. You know, they're just yep. creeping, creeping in the shadows. Um, the Dallas Cowboys, meanwhile, uh, signed Everson Griffin, the longtime Minnesota Viking defensive end, adds uh, adds to the a, an already pretty solid defensive line, and a very just a, another reason why the Cowboys might be a little dangerous this year. What's your thoughts? <sighs> this signing made me nervous because, like you said. Cowboys are gonna be a good team this year, <laughs> and and we don't want that. <laughs> no, neither of us want that. <laughs> well, look, I, I Jerry Jones can go fuck himself. So, like, that's <laughs> yeah. I I I'm not my like, general feeling. I'm not like against the Cowboys like doing well. I just I don't I I hate them as a Giants fan. Um, like whatever. Like if they if they if they like finally get to the Super Bowl, then good good on them. I I um I but like yeah, like you said, yeah, fuck Jerry Jones. I don't really care for him. Um but no like this team this team is just interesting in the fact that they added like another like they already have Demarcus Lawrence on there. Um I'm guessing that Everson Griffin would be would play opposite him. Uh mm-hmm. and then you already have Gerald McCoy on your defensive line. Uh you know, on the defensive ta- as a defensive tackle, I should say. Um, 
you know, you, it, it's just, it, this is just another, just another little feather in their hat is, is going to be wild. It, 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 I, I think it's like, it is hard to see, like, especially with how injury prone the Eagles are and just how very low I am on the Giants and generally the Washington football team as well. I, 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 it's hard for me not to see the Cowboys as the favorite at this point. Oh, in the in the division for sure. Yeah, for for, yeah. for 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 the conference, it's it might be a little too early for that, but for for right now, the NFC East looks like it's going to be the Cowboys uh, to lose. Uh, and finally, my favorite story I think that has come out and it just like came out like a few hours ago. So the Seahawks uh, cut rookie cornerback uh, Kerna Siverand this week after he was caught on video trying to sneak a female visitor into a, into the team hotel, per sources. This is uh, Tom Palosaro, by the way. Um, yeah. Clear message uh, on the responsibility everyone he has in the NFL's COVID-19 world. Put the team at risk. Suffer the consequences. And then more information on this. So the woman was wearing Seahawks gear in an attempt to disguise her as a player, I'm told. It did not work. Oh my god. <laughs> I didn't hear that part of the story. I heard the rest of it. <laughs> So he literally put her in like a fucking like jersey with a hat, <laughs> like like just be like, oh yeah, God. totally a player. Totally, yeah, this is yep. We're gonna sneak him in. Also, um, I think the tweet of the week on this front, uh, comes from uh Amy Amy Trask, um, who was a, a former executive, uh, with Oakland, uh, where she said. If she if she dressed as of Ma- uh, Marshawn Lynch and stood on a marker that said one yard line, they would have ignored her. Which I mean, <laughs> you know what? Like that's that's that, that's valid. Um, so just yeah, some some fun little. Uh, I mean, it's not good. Like you shouldn't be bringing outside people into these no. things, especially with the disease going on and uh, all that stuff. But just a funny story. I, I just enjoyed it very much. Um, Okie dokie. I mean that is that is a good sign that at least that teams are taking this seriously. I mean, you look at what's happened with the with the, uh, baseball right now. Teams want to play and they don't want to be the laughing stock of the lead league because they let their players get COVID. Look at the Cardinals right now. Yep, I, who have it, played five games, is... where most teams have played between fifteen and twenty. And that's and that's the thing with like the MLB is like M- the MLB is basically enacting a similar model that the NFL is and like I don't I and the MLB has really not done a good job. I'm curious no. though as like I mean there's going to be more NFL players so there's going to be harder to handle but I'm just curious if there's going to be something in 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 like put in place for these teams where they isolate themselves or they figure out a way to have all the players like isolate themselves from the rest of society, even though there's no bubble, you know, I'm, I'm it's, it's, it's very, I'm very curious to see how it kind of plays out. And I'm hoping, I'm they, hoping it does, but you know, who knows? they absolutely, I, I, I feel like it, it's, it's definitely possible if everyone is, takes it seriously and actually does it. Right. And I think that this, this news from Seattle is like, if, if, if that is the attitude towards this, that they're gonna yes. cut, yeah. Yeah, they'll go. They'll go the as punish- far as punishments will happen. Yep. And if you're gonna be an idiot and you like you 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 got signed to an NFL team, and you're being an idiot, so we're gonna cut you. Mm-hmm. Like, and that was the that was to a rookie, to a vet it'll probably be something different, but still. 
<laughs> right. No, I, I, I think it was. It, it, there's definitely like an argument to be made that maybe he was just ex- expendable, um, yeah. because of of where he was as a standing in the organization. But um, no, it's 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 a good sign that they're that everyone is trying to take it seriously because I think in the, the day you 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 want this NFL season to go off without a hitch, which again I kind of highly doubt, but let's hope for the best. Um, on this, um, let us move on. We have, uh, as for our middle segment today, uh, we're going to have a return to the mascot debates, which includes the, uh, the super fight challenge deck, uh, where we kind of pit scenarios, uh, uh, where we have a scenario and we pit two mascots against each other and see who would win. Um, but we're going to do it with a little bit of a twist this time. We're going to pull from our VBBFL, uh, roster of teams and we're going to choose those, pe- those mascots against each other. So we got to have four rounds here. Um, and what's going to be the first matchup? I don't know. You're the one who's selecting. Well, I, I have, I have the scenarios. Oh. I thought you had it in front oh, of you. Oh, the scenario, you, scenario, not matchup. Uh, yes. let us start with, uh, let, let, let's go, let's do, let's do West, West to East. So let's start out with, okay. uh, Escondido Artisans. Versus Weatherford Sheriffs. I'll take the artisans. Okay. All right, I'll do sheriffs. All right, so where, race where all contestants are riding horses. Fuck. <laughs> Rip. Um. <laughs> do you want to start, or do you want me to start? Yeah. Here? Okay. So horse riding is an art. <laughs> it takes a gentle touch a uh an eye for the specifics you know where to turn how to how to turn them um and and it it it's not you, you need you need the 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 detail oriented eye in order to to really know how to ride a horse well okay okay um, I think that the sheriffs have plenty of experiences with the horses, uh, that they are, especially if we're talking like the classic Western sheriff, which I think that's what we described it when we first made the team, Yep. um, is riding horses and not only that, but they have the agility to also like be shooting guns on that horse, um, you know, that they, that they're, they're able to kind of like, they, they, they can, they're able to probably like eat breakfast while like riding a horse at top speed because that's just that's just how balanced and, and at peace the sheriffs are uh when when uh traveling around town or just traveling and fighting against bandits uh so i i think that the sheriff will will come out on top in that one um cool all right all right what's what's uh what's our next matchup here so we're gonna do the other western ones so yeah let's do the other western one the anaconda mountaineers versus the brainerd paladins which one would you like um, I'll take, I'll take the Mountaineers. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, God. You know what? The top two deck was really stacked against the Artisans, I would say. This next <laughs> one is good old-fashioned pistol duel. Okay. <laughs> Can you imagine if that... <laughs> that one came out for the sheriffs. I would... Yeah. That, that's, that's, oh, that's rough. All right, I'll start with the Mountaineers. Um, okay. 
I, can I, I I'll, I'll be real honest here. I actually am not too sure what a mountaineer is. I think just a person, a person who does stuff in the mountains. Just it just exists in the mountains. All yeah. Right. Oh well, you know what? I, I think so. I'll I'll say this. I think that one, the one that one that lives amongst nature in the mountains. Um, I would say uh, must have uh, the ability to wield weapons at uh at a at a professional pace you know like be able to be able to at any time be able to pull it out and shoot if they need to and i think that a mountaineer will have the hand-eye coordination uh to pull the gun out uh when it needs to and shoot their target um uh and uh they also have a height advantage because they live in the mountains (laughs) (laughs) So the the paladins and paladins in terms of like like D and D and what you expect they're very like heavily armored they're usually associated with swords and they're not exactly the most rooty tooty point and shooty types but <laughs> the 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 armor for them is gonna is gonna help help them out in the end because especially if they're in in some sort of duel they will be able to weather many hits from uh from bullets with their giant fucking armor. Uh, and they're 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 skilled enough with, with with weaponry and training for it that I'm sure they could figure out uh, a ranged weapon like a gun pretty well. So I I think that that the armor and their general weaponry training will give them an edge. Okay, all right. Uh, next up, we're gonna do the phoenixes versus the blacksmiths. What do you want? To, what do you want out of these two? I would love the phoenixes. All right, I'll take blacksmiths. Tug of war. Okay. So <laughs> with the Phoenixes, uh, they're at a slight disadvantage because <laughs> they could they could no, it's it's, it's not because they're birds, it's because they could set the rope on fire. Well that's what I was saying. That's yeah. uh, that's what I was thinking right. in my brain. <laughs> and I mean the uh with that, like if they set part of their rope on fire. And then they need to grab the the part of the rope that wasn't on fire. That's gonna be like, like when you cut down the rope, you have the 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 line in the middle that you need to get to cross the line. They're gonna be closer to that line in the middle. So if part of the rope is on fire, and they grab it up closer. They can pull that more towards their side, and will have a bit of advantage in that way. Also, the fire may spread down to the other side. So. And phoenixes are used to used to being on fire, so it's fine. Okay, that's right. my argument. There you go. Um, <laughs> for the blacksmiths, I I think that they they're just good with tools. They're good with 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 handling tools. I think that they are able to grip tools well, <laughs> and, <laughs> and more specifically, grip a rope. And they, I think, that, I feel like when I think of a blacksmith, I think of someone that's like burly. That's someone that like is able to kind of have the strength to create these things. Um, and also I, I think we'll be able to pull, uh, anything, including a Phoenix, uh, over. And, uh, wait, I, I, like, I don't know where this is. Like, if this is like a deadly tug of war or if this is just like, Oh, no, you're just going <laughs> to tip over and you're done, uh, type thing. But I'm, I think the blacksmith with their strength and, and, and their ability to kind of handle, uh, the I'm sure I'm sure a blacksmith works with rope. You know, like I I don't think that that's not like a no. I only work with metals type thing. Like I don't, I don't, I think the the I think the blacksmith 
you know, knows what it's getting into, and and we'll we'll pull it through here. All right, uh, I for the Weavers versus Privateers, I'll take the Weavers. Okay. The battle is Twister. Like Twister the the board game. The Twister the, the board game. The okay. So Privateers are like uh they they're like pirates, but they're more like uh official hoity-toity types. <laughs> um, they'd be the they'd be the an- antagonists, I guess, in Pirates of the Caribbean. Like they're the they're the 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 government's ones. Sure, I guess. Um, however, um, <clears throat> you know, still being out on the open seas, th- you need a lot of physicality in order to ba- in order to survive out there. And uh, ships might not always be the biggest, so you need to be able to fit into small space as well. And I'm sure that some of that flexibility will translate to Twister. Mm-hmm. Um, and also like even, even something like, you know, weathering a storm at sea, a twister's a storm. <laughs> Fair. They're used to it. They're yeah, used to it. Yeah. No, I get that. Um, I, for the weavers, I feel like what gives them the advantage is that they have the ability to create clothing that they wear that is as light as possible. So that way they don't feel like a weight on them as they are being flexible in these positions so like you're not wearing like the like the worst possible clothing that can make you feel even more tired like you're not wearing like heavy sweatpants heavy sweatshirts like no this is like the thin Mm -hmm. thin thin very thin clothing to make it so that way they could be as flexible as they need to be in order to achieve and like it's almost as if like that like the clothes end up being so thin that like they can't be interfered with almost you know with the, the like the outside they be like just like body part touching body part but like like yeah. they like they, like if if you accidentally brush on someone's clothes that that could maybe throw off their balance like no this is like they, they're almost wearing like these really tight t-shirts <laughs> you know it's like really on their body uh and i think that the i think that will be their the the advantage uh for for the weavers also i want to apologize um I have to admit something about an earlier debate. Yes. Where I, cause I did this very unconsciously and decided to roll with it. But when I, I said race where all contestants, contestants are riding horses. There is a blank where it says horses. It's so I put, I filled it in horse by accident, but decided to roll with it. <laughs> Chris. But like at the same time, I was like, "What the fuck are we gonna fill there? I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> how are we gonna do this? I mean, like, that was so biased to your side, though. I know. I realized that, <laughs> and I should have said something, but I was, beca- I was, ma- it's ma- fine. maniacal. It's fine. This um, is all. This is all stupid. If we, <laughs> I didn't know if we wanted to redo it, but no, it's uh, fine. The other one was um, there is the the one that I initially I was going that we were going to do for this last one. I had I had no idea what the fuck it says. The most dangerous game. The most dangerous. Okay. Huh. Like what? What? Is it, I... Like it's very vague, <laughs> to say the least. Is that is that hunting man? Is that? Is that like a is that like a, a met, like a term used for another thing? Like the a... most the most dangerous game is like is this story where there's a big game hunter who decides that they're going to hunt the most dangerous game, which is man, and he he gets a bunch of humans and lets them loose and wants to hunt them. Oh God! Wow, that's dark. It's something that's been parodied a lot. 
Okay, I, I I've never refer heard that referred to that uh, before. Uh, so that's where mm-hmm. I that's where I was just like, yeah, I'm gonna we're not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let us move on here. We're actually making some pretty good timing here, but we are moving no, on to the Brain Nerd Paladins. Um, we have uh, this is our second team in the Western uh, Division. Last General week, Manager they... Jacob. Yeah, Jacob was our general matchup. Thank you, Jacob. Um, we also had, uh, yeah, so we did the Anaconda Mountaineers last week, and it was a strong ball handling team to start out the West. So let's see where this goes. And we're going to start with Jesse Faden, um, who was a top pick uh, for Jesse. Um, so what, when, we, when we learned about Jesse, she was she's the protagonist of Control. Um, she uh, has, like, some, like, like uh mind powers essentially that she deals with that she has like a head of like this uh you know fbi type organization uh hunting uh down like demons um yeah because they, they we we initially had like um what's it called we initially had uh a list of like abilities that we read off during the actual draft um that i remember that we kind of like talked about um yeah, I don't. I don't see those on on this wiki. So maybe the, maybe this they, is a different one. Someone someone removed them. Maybe how dare? Wow, they? why would you do that? Why would you make something less informative? <laughs> why would you not let us know? Like I I remember like there was things like, um, like telepathy. Um, yeah, there was like there was like actually like being able to like move objects. I think. Um, uh, stuff like that. Regardless, uh, she is kind of like a leader of the 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 uh, Federal Bureau of Control. Uh, yes, is she's the director. Um, so what what do you what's what are you thinking? I mean, she's also she seems like she is someone that is that can like is physically gifted as well as someone who is mentally gifted because of mind powers. Um, so uh, all around. Uh, and then also a leader. So, what do you think? Uh, I think increase on offense. Okay. Do you want to do plus three offense, minus two defense, minus one ball handling? Let's do it. Okay. Perfect. All right. Next up, the other quarterback. Uh, interesting thing about this team is that there are two players drafted at every position, which is the only team that did this. <laughs> yeah, that it's so it, it kind of. I, yeah, that's that's kind of wild because like I I I we didn't purposely have that set up to have that happen, but yeah. No, like this was a this was a, a GM choice. Six six position six types of positions and twelve draft choices. Yeah. Yep. That makes sense. All right. Um. Okay. So yeah, tell us about Mewtwo, Mister Pokemon. So Mewtwo is a Pokemon. It was the uh basically the 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 super boss of the original games. It was the like the last Pokemon that you could you could catch. Um it is uh genetically modified based on the DNA of Mew, uh who, who was a legendary Pokemon. Uh Mewtwo is was created in a lab um and is very intelligent, capable capable of communicating with humans. Very, very intelligent. That's the thing that you need to know about Mewtwo is that it is smart as hell. Okay, so that to me, when I think when I think uh, smarts, I think someone that handles balls well. 
Yeah, and and being a being a, a special attacker, which in, in Pokemon is like the the range stuff. So I think I think good ball handling here would make a lot of sense. Okay. And look at its hands. They they end in balls. <laughs> Mewtwo is made of balls. Let's not go that far. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I uh, want to do like a four or five here for ball handling. Uh, let's do four. Four. All right. Minus two, minus two. Cool. Cool. Uh, we have for running back Greninja, another Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, both of these in uh, Super Smash Brothers. Obviously, so if you've played Smash Brothers, you know who these Pokemon are. Greninja is uh, the water starter from Kalos, uh, meaning it is French. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Uh, it's very fast. <laughs> That's the thing you need to know about Greninja. It's, Wait, it's, it's a fast. starter Pokemon? Greninja is a starter Pokemon, yes. Like It's the f- final evolution of Froakie. Oh, okay. I was just like, you don't start with that monstrosity. No, you don't like... you, you don't start with Greninja, but it's it's what you get at the uh at the end of the evolution. Okay, okay. Alright, that makes more sense. <laughs> uh so it, it it's very fast. I think that especially with it being a, a running back, we want our ball handling should be good. Uh offense would probably be good as well because it's known as being an attacker. Its defenses are shit. So if you want to do like two offense minus four defense, two ball handling, that would work out well for this, I think. Perfect. Put it in. Cool. All right, you take away uh, with our other running back. Yeah, so Faith Connors is part of the Mirror's Edge series, and full disclosure, my knowledge of Mirror's Edge is that Faith Connors was in my Sims games once or twice. Um, uh, you run, you run on buildings. Yes, I was gonna, it's, I was it's gonna parkour say parkour the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I remember I played a Mirror's Edge Minecraft map once, uh, and I remember, yes. So, so Faith Connors is a is a runner. Uh, super, so super agile, super into parkour. Um, uh, she has a very deep story. It looks like, and so I, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure people who know the series well know about that. But um, yeah, I would say that it would, uh, th- that it would just make sense. Just kind of focus on her abilities, and really the running aspect is probably a major uh, aspect of that. Um, so yeah. Um, any, uh, I it doesn't. Like it doesn't really look like there's uh any like other special abilities that she has based on yeah. what I'm seeing here. Uh just a really fast runner who can really insane jumping ability. So I I mean I look at this as being someone who's offensively strong then. Okay, do you want to do uh 4 on offense minus 2 defense ball handling? Sure, let's do it. Because we could think of her too as like a runner who's really fast but doesn't hold on to the ball. That's what this would translate to. Sure, yeah, that's that's <laughs> fair. That's fair. Um, okay, all right, King Boo. Next up, wide receivers. We start with King Boo from the Mario series. Uh, I'm not really sure how to how to stat King Boo. So what, what I understand about King Boo, I've I have not like, I can't, is King Boo from Luigi's Mansion? There is a version of King Boo from Luigi's Mansion, but it's a different design than what's seen in like Mario Kart. Yeah, so I know King Boo from Mario Kart and baseball. <laughs> yeah, that's that's so that, kind of who. I, that's that is the that I is know. the more common King Boo. They basically do the same thing. Yeah, so like it's like the, the like you 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 turn away from them and they'll approach you, but if you're facing them, they they will, uh, you know, disappear. Um, right. They um they're basically you know sneak up on you to attack you um but there's really i don't think there's any other special 
uh, abilities outside of being able to chase down anything. But I think that's good for the speed. I I think that the I think offense is kind of like the best one to go with because I don't think. The ghosts have very good defense. Being ghosts, they're already right. dead. They they have no more defense. Um, and <laughs> the ball handling, I just I don't like with their stubby arms. I don't really picture them being able to carry things well. Uh, but yeah. I think offense and being able to kind of scatter on the field, um, and or disappear and then reappear where the ball is going to be caught. Like I feel like that's perfect. Okay, so let's do. Minus three, minus one, minus two. Perfect. Cool. Our other wide receiver is Diddy Khan, also from the Mario or Donkey Kong series, depending on what you want to uh, associate him with. Yeah, Diddy Khan's been a protagonist more in the Donkey Kong series, so yeah, that's that's where he's at. Uh, I've not really played a lot of the Donkey Kong series. Do you have maybe more knowledge uh, than I do on the Diddy Kong? Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I I know enough. Um, he's got the he's got the peanut gun. Um, he's a lot more agile than his uh, gorilla uh, co- companion. Yes. Um, he he can jump really high. He actually has a double jump, and uh, in some cases, like a, a jet pack that lets him hover in the air. So th- th- this is like a sneaky good wide receiver pick, despite his height. And Absolutely. I think ball handling would be uh, would be his kind his forte here. Okay, sounds good. So uh, we could do uh, maybe like a three or four on ball handling. Sure, let's do three ball handling, and then minus one. O- no, not minus one. Zero offense, minus three defense. Perfect. That makes sense to me. It is all negatives for defense thus far. That's fine, but we like look at who we have coming up. They're going to be very big on defense. Yes, yeah, we we got some recovery happening for Brainerd yep. uh, up front here. Next up is Rob for the offensive line. So Rob is Rob basically in terms of video game appearances just has what we know from Smash Bros. Right. He's a robot. Um, he can like spin around a lot. He's got, uh, he's got the arms. Um, that's pretty much it. He, uh, I th- he's known as having led an entire army to almost exploding all of the universe. That is true. <laughs> as, as the ancient minister. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I, I think being on offensive line, we w- will have a pretty good defensive stat. And I think, uh, I think, mm, do we want to add to either offense or ball handling or do we want to, to, to do really high defense, like a like a a four or five. I feel like generally, I feel like it's. <laughs> so here's what I'll say. Like I initially, I was gonna be like, let's just go all in on defense. But would you make the argument that the good that somewhat better ball handling could be said about the ball shaped bombs that, <laughs> that they okay. were able to I'll give, activate? I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> so do you want to do? How about this? Three defense. Yeah. One ball handling, okay. minus four offense. Perfect. Cool. See, this is where the offensive scores score is now going to come down a bit. Yeah, yeah, and especially and, and especially with the next three that we have. Yes, bring on Womp. Womp. So Womp from Mario. This is the one, and I always get these ones confused between Womp and Thwomp. The Womp is the giant, uh, the giant slab with arms and legs. Yes. You pl- you you fight him on the top of uh, is it tall tall mountain? Like what's the? What's it the- is Womp's fortress. 
That's Womp's Fortress. Okay, that's yes. The, okay. Bob-omb Battlefield is um, where you fight King Bob-omb. Right, right. Tall Tall Mountain, I forget what the if there's even a boss on top of that. No, I, don't, I think I, I think don't like Mario sixty four, so I don't know a ton about it. It's, it's just there. I think there's that's, just a monkey on top of, of Tall Tall Mountain. That's the you know the, you know that shit Twitter trend that's been going around. It's like oh, say this thing that can get your blank card revoked. Yes, my my Mario card revoking is that Mario sixty four is a shit game. <laughs> <laughs> Would you play it if it got remastered for the Switch? Probably. Okay. Yeah, that's I'm not gonna I, like I'm, it, but <laughs> I'm 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 on that same boat a little bit too. Um, yeah. Don't think it's a shit game, but I no, I, it's not. It's not a shit game, but especially w- when it's not your first 3D platformer experience, it's not. It doesn't hold up. Yes. No. I I, I can agree with that. Um, when Odyssey and Galaxy exist, like yeah, Womp. They're better. I would say is a so Womp just fucking literally throws his entire body down. Yes, uh, and just like, uh, and we'll just squash you. I mean, that's really all, I because I would say, offensively, not very strong, uh, very slow. Uh, I guess the attack is literally just throwing himself down. But I feel like that's yeah. a little bit more of like a defensive move. Um, I would say, and I also don't think it's gonna be very strong in the ball handling department. No. So here's where so... I, here's what I'd propose. A six on defense, negative threes for the others. Okay. It's fine for me. It makes sense with the character and their stats. Yep. All right, right, next up is Kratos. Uh, This is on defense now. Kratos from God of War. Mm -hmm. Um, Big, strong, deadly. I've decided that I feel like I don't want to speak during the God of War segments because I just make a fool of myself in pronunciation every single time. What was the, who was, who did you fuck up so much last time? Well, it was, um, it was like, it was one of, it was Kelsey's, uh, it was like the, one of the wide receivers. Um, was it all run? Oh yeah. All run. Yeah. Uh, it, but it was not so much all run. It was his backstory or her backstory, yeah. I should say. Um, <laughs> and that, that it was all the weird god names so i'm just yeah. i'm just gonna like i'm like all i'm gonna say is kratos is big boy and big boy kratos big is big boy stat. kratos is uh murder boy yes murders all the gods grows a beard in the the ps4 version does not have it in the rest i feel like um I, so i mean with that with that in mind then do you think that like do you think that there could be a, a room for having a uh like decent defense and offensive stats oh absolutely yeah, absolutely. Like I even think that that if we did one offense, four defense, minus five ball handling. Fuck. Because he's just like, what is this? What is this football? <laughs> what is the shape? What is the shape? Like he doesn't know what the hell a football is. Like yeah. he doesn't know how to handle it. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> both, both, both physically and mentally. <laughs> That's such a dumb image that we should keep it in. <laughs> Even though I don't, I don't think Kratos is is stupid. He's not. I don't think like, he is. But like, no, I feel that's like not it, part of his character. It, like, I feel like just like he's in this Nordic world that like does not have like I don't know if he even has like any sports outside of like the sport of killing each other. So yeah. like, I <laughs> I feel like he's just he's just the image of him just like staring at this football and like Atlas wants to play and he's just like, what the fuck, Atlas? What the shit is this? <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. 
Next, last, last defense. I like you last could take defense. this for Team Team Fortress Two. Yeah, so this is heavy, the heavy from Team Fortress Two. I fucking love this character. Um, this one actually might be the one who wouldn't recognize what a ball is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. Um, but he's this he's this big jovial Russian Russian dude. Um. Uh, likes eating sandwiches, has a minigun that costs uh, <laughs> $400,000 to fire for 12 seconds, some shit like that. Yeah. Uh, it's named Sasha. Um, um, is that, oh, is that the actual character name? No, the gun is named Sasha. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I, uh, I, I love this character. I just think about is it is heavy the one that is um in the because there's a lot of team fortress 2 uh meme videos and is yeah. it heavy the one that's in the uh the truck uh singing we like to party yes okay. yes yeah no the specifically singing that's scout but heavy is in the truck yes that's bouncing <laughs> up and down yes yeah, yeah. okay i i love the i love those videos i've never i'm not really playing team fortress 2 but i absolutely love those videos it's it was fun I don't know the state of the game now. I don't think it's very good. <laughs> well, free to play games are kind of right. It's hard, to but even then, it was like it was the free to play game. Like it was no, absolutely. a really good game. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. Um, so, I mean, we could do similar stats for um, this team. We could don't necessarily have to have a strong defense if we want, but offense, uh, we could definitely tank the ball handling if we want to, and have the I offense think, defense be stronger. I think for heavy that makes sense. Okay. Do you want to do um, two and three instead? Sure. Fast Rather than one and four, one. and then still still a minus five? Yep. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Never Don't don't fear, because we have two kickers up next, and kickers are the, the ball that, handling that, experts. That, that so. will save it a little bit. Yeah. I think I think this team will come up to be pretty uh, pretty balanced in the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so first is Chun-Li of the Street Fighter series, was actually the first ever, uh, female, playable female fighter, um, in a fighting game franchise, uh, at least that was, at least to gain mainstream recognition, I'm just literally reading reading the Wikipedia page, (laughs) um, but, um, so, I, I don't know, I'm trying to see, like, what exactly her abilities are, like, I mean, but I always just think of a, of a Street Fighter character as someone who knows how to like, punch and kick and just being all around In badass. almost every game, Chun Li's signature move is, uh, oh, fuck, Hayakura Tsukiyaku, which was, which was her ability to throw multiple kicks in one sitting. Okay, I kind of got, from the, from the positioning of her Wikipedia, uh, like image, I kind of figured that they, she had something to do with her legs. So that yeah. Makes sense. So I ma- I imagine her her ball handling is going to be really good in terms of like kicking and what kickers have to do. Yes. Okay. So do you want to do want to do three or four? Uh, let's do let's do four. Okay. Uh, offense defense. Do you want to do? I don't know. Negative two across the board. Okay, I think that's fair. And then our last kicker, I did, is this the only team with two kickers, or does uh, another team have two? There, there is, there's, Anac- Anac- Anaconda also has two kickers. Anaconda has two kickers, and I think we had another two-kicker situation earlier. Oh, no, 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 just Anaconda. Nope. just Anaconda. 
So mm-hmm. Anaconda and Brainerd, only teams with two kickers. That's why they have the rivalry, folks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, we end it with Eggman. Dr. Eggman from Sonic the Hedgehog. I mean, what can you say? Look at look at his legs. He's just he's just he's a tall boy. He is a tall boy. He's also round like a ball, not like a football, but like a ball. Maybe like a <laughs> like an egg shaped. Well, he's kind of egg shaped. He is egg shaped. I believe that is why he is named the way he is. So that, and and we've I've always said that the football should be renamed to Egg Ball. Egg Ball. Okay. So what is how or does the, that translate? Or, or the eyeball, which I find very funny every single time I say that. <laughs> how does that translate to stats? Um, so I mean, I would just say it would be a strong. I think Eggman is strong in ball handling. Okay. So I would say like maybe we could have it like because I feel like in every other way he's just a, a terrible villain. So like, <laughs> despite him being super intelligent and having the being able to build robots, but just not being a good at the whole villain thing, he's not good at the combat point of things. So I feel like offensively and defensively, like he lets robots do most of the work for him. True. So and like if the minute like if if you if if it was just you versus Eggman, Eggman would get his ass kicked. But because he has this surrounded by technology, I feel yeah, like I don't know if this. I don't know if this will influence you that much, but his his character archetype in Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games is a technique character, okay. which is basically which is basically like how ball handling would translate. Oh, well, there you go. Because I, I was gonna say like he literally like like I I don't I don't see I don't see him I think I see him throwing one punch and then getting really tired. Okay, like so I did uh, for for those at home I did minus two offense minus one defense uh, three ball handling. Okay. All right, so what is the final total here? So Brainer Paladins have a two on offense, a minus one for defense, and a minus one for ball handling, which is our first repeat assets because uh, they are the same as East Chicago. That that is that is quite surreal. I love how it's kind of playing out because that means yeah. we are now we have now have two basically mirror teams. Um, right across the board which makes me think then do we have do we think that we have with the last two teams which is the artisans oh, and the sheriffs yes that we have yes. one team that's offensively strong and one that's defensively strong yes if you look at the rosters right now east chicago is going to be defensively strong As weatherford, is, weatherford is going to be offensive okay all right so yeah because we have yeah we have like five offensive or offensive line or defensive players which usually end up being like the defensive teams and yeah weatherford uh has a strong uh a very big offensive offense uh yes a very strong wide receivers <laughs> yeah and samus being the quarterback that's yeah so that's, that's so good um all right yeah so we will see that yeah so escondido will be next week and weatherford will be right after that and we will be done with the building the stats for these teams and I'm super excited about it. We I Me cannot too. I cannot wait to run like a preseason game of this to really get our footing on it. Um we'll we'll we'll, we'll create, you know, random preseason games uh to kind of like ex- try to execute this a little bit. We 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 could goes. also like each make our own team. So that was to some, run preseason. That was what I was thinking about that. I was thinking about <laughs> um we we have what well, we haven't done because we talked about it 
Um, what we haven't done is actually draft our own teams just to see, uh, just pull from pull players together that have were not uh, chosen um, before. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, build our own team that way. I would definitely, I would definitely be into the idea of it. Uh, of doing that. So um, yeah. So we 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 could probably even start doing that next week. Uh, we could do like a little fake little draft for our, our not fake draft, but <laughs> uh, it's it's it would be our, our a draft of our own teams, the New York Bozos and the gold and the, the Golden gold, Griffins, the Golden Griffins. Uh, which are which? By the way, if you want to know the lore of our of our album art, those helmets that you see are those yeah. th- th- that was supposed to be a representation. Those just, are those two teams just haven't really come to the for, for, come to fruition. But the New York Bozos and Golden Griffins will be will maybe show their show their face for the first time in next week's episode, and we'll be back with news and the Escondido Artisans uh, stat building. Um, and yeah, thank you all so much for listening and we will see you next week good night and good ball virtual ball boys has been brought to you by team chaos productions find us on twitter at virtual ball boys and find more of our work at team chaos pods